Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Big Easy. Got my America whiskey shirt on that I had to pay for that I don't pay for shirts, so they should feel special. <laughs> Joined by my co-host, my boy, Sean Rixby. We really appreciate y'all. Um, we got Big Sturge sitting in, somebody else to ask questions. You know, I think uh, he was bored and wanted to hang out with us a little bit. My mother-in-law bought those shirts, so it's different. Nice, nice, nice. And then our special guest, Miss Stephanie from Hocking Hills Distillery. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure. Um, anytime I can look at somebody other than Sean, I'm excited. Sean's great looking. Yeah, well, you ain't got to look at him. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for coming. Um, want to, you know, welcome everybody. It's a special day here in America. I'm sure everybody knows today's 9-11, so, you know, we pay our respects. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll take a moment of silence for everybody. If you've got something you're drinking on, Go on ahead and grab it and get you a sip for everybody, you know. And uh, high quality H two O. I got Freedom Freedom Whiskey, um, <clears throat> small batch whiskey. Here it is, right here. Nice. Um, this batch right here is in remembrance of uh, Captain Zach Hollingsworth, never forgotten. Uh, this was bottled August, uh, October seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Awesome, amazing. I got some knock 'em stiff from old uh Pat's Hilltop Distillery. I like that blue corn, man. <laughs> Just the water. Where's the bud? Where's the bush lights at? There, Sean. I almost said bud light. Where's the bush lights at, Sean? I'm still feeling a little under the weather, man. I'm trying. Yeah. To... Oh, so how'd you spend your weekend, Sean? In bed. <laughs> got the COVID, didn't you? Excuse yep. me. Oh, yep. man. That's rough. <clears throat> That's rough. So that's all good though. I'm going uh, back to work tomorrow as long as I'm feeling all right. Nice. I mean, if you need a day off, man, take it. You know, you don't want to rush back from that. So yeah. Um, Stephanie, what's drinking on over there? Uh, just coffee every night. What's in the coffee? (laughs) That's my secret. Okay. (laughs) Next next question. No comment. Next question. No comment. You know how that is. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not a coffee person, so it's not my thing. I'll just stick to uh, blue corn liquor. I know all stirs like some corn liquor. I do. I do. <laughs> a lot. So well, since, you, since you like corn liquor, um, Stephanie here uh, knows a little bit about it. Yeah, you know. Um, why don't you go on ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Stephanie? If you don't Well, mind. let's see. Um, I kind of just stumbled into the moonshining thing. Uh, my cousins own the distillery in Hawking Hills. They've had it since 2015, coming up on eight years now, but they needed some help in the front. And I was like, sure, why not? I'm not doing anything. It was just every night of the week. Hmm. And they were in the process of redoing a building that they purchased downtown. They they were in these trades for, right? Uh, no, they were in Hawking Hills. Hawking Hills. Okay. He started, the one brother did originally start. In Straitsville. Okay. And he lost that, you know, that good thing called divorce. How <laughs> <laughs> <Atta> to get you. <laughs> so the one thing he couldn't divorce was his brother. So he started one with him. Nice. I, I came into one. it just to help out. And once we did the move about seven months into it, 
everybody seemed to just quit and I was the only one left. So it was either I stepped up and did it or I let him hire another man to do the job. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to do the job like you can. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so did, did you have any distilling experience before this? No. Or none, none. at all? I went to college for art. Okay. I'm, I'm, you're an artist, well, so it kind of worked out. <laughs> you say you go to college for art. What kind of art? Was it like graphic? Um, it was just an art, art design and marketing. Gotcha. That's nice. Well, you know, I, I tell everybody, you know, it doesn't matter what you do, whatever your hobby is, your passion is, whether it's making moonshine, drawing pictures, painting cards, building building sculptures you're an artist in your own way you know so mm-hmm. everybody everybody is it we all have our thing that we enjoy okay. to do and it, it's it's a form of art in its own way it's awesome to see it. and I, I love hearing this you know no experience of just hopping in um were you so if you want to keep elaborating on you know getting drawn in and and getting to where you're at now well at first it was like he gave me one day because both of the owners my cousins one's a police officer and the other one's an engineer for ford so he lives in kentucky so there was no hands-on training it was just something i spent a lot of nights and weekends working on i trained my brain on what to do every single day (laughs) took a lot of work five stills is a lot to handle Uh, it's a lot to handle for an experienced person let alone you know uh, a newbie (laughs) yeah so you, you said five stills. So uh, if I remember correctly, you guys don't run a thumper. You just basically double back everything that you run, correct? Right. We have a double distilled the second time through. It gives us a 151 and a 120 proof. Nice. I got a question. Ask what? All right. So uh, this is just a big search, not knowing anything. Uh, so Sean just said that they don't have a thumper. Uh, so Stephanie, you're running without a thumper. What does that mean? Uh, I just run a straight pot still, no fancy in betweens. So you got like hundred gallons. You got the uh, what I see is you know I, I'm a big drinker, so I like to drink it all, right? <laughs> but I like to try to understand it. Big easy, if I, you, Sean, if you don't mind me asking, do you uh, think, man? Yeah. So you yeah. got the big pot with the with the the beginning, and then like you got the middle thing, and then you got the worm. Like what what is missing out of that, Stephanie? That that you do that, Sean and or whoever's making it, you know what what is it that you're missing out of that? To me, I'm not missing anything. I didn't even know about thumpers until I started researching and looking into things. It's just one more thing they didn't want to add. They wanted to keep everything as simple as possible, but to the old school way that they could. It's Mm -hmm. just a stainless steel hundred gallon pot. We use all electric, so it takes a lot longer, obviously, to heat up. It takes about 12 to 14 hours just to do a, a regular mash run. Mm-hmm. And then from the stainless steel pot up through, we got about 60 feet of copper worm. And we run it into an old whiskey barrel to keep the lines nice and cool. And then the nice. liquor comes out. Nice. So to, to answer your question, Sturge, when you said the beginning, the middle, in yeah. the end, yeah. she doesn't use the middle part, which is the thumper. I got you. you know, so so what they're doing essentially is they're doing a run, and they're keeping everything, and then they're taking all that and dumping it back in the still and running it again. Okay. And so it's called it's called a stripping run. It's the first run, and then the second run is called a spirit run. Sorry and, for dumb questions. <laughs> uh, well, 
That's why you you're here. That's, that's, why, that's, why, the big that's <laughs> why you're here, Sturge. Not, not for dumb questions, for, for beginner questions that yes. you know a lot of people that are listening to, they can't mm-hmm. ask because yeah. they're not in the comment section. That's so right, it's, big easy. You know, right. it's it's not it's nice to have somebody here who just who doesn't know that way you yeah. can ask yeah. questions. Me and Sean aren't going to ask about thumpers and things like that. You're right. like, do you use it or not? Well, no, why know, don't you? <laughs> you know, like so. myself, you know, Stephanie, Sean, Big Easy, you go to the store and it says triple distilled or, you know, triple, I think some of the bottles say triple distilled or, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's kind of good to know that stuff so you know what you're drinking. Yep. Well, and, and a lot of times, like back in the day, um, well, even now, I mean, I don't know what on a stripping run, what kind of proof do you average? Probably about like 120, maybe. Yeah, it or comes out about 120. It sounds about right, you know. But and, we keep that first part till it gets to about 110 proof. Yeah. And we set that to the side because it'll start out at roughly 140 proof when it's coming okay. out. But it, it takes a good five, six hours just to get between four to six gallons, depending on the time of the year. Because obviously with the heat and humidity, you'll get a little mm-hmm. bit more. And then from the 110 proof down, that's what we save. And we double distill once we get 100 gallons of it. And what do you do with the above 120? That gets um, tapered with a little bit of distilled water to a 90 proof. That's our single distilled run. Nice. nice. Okay. Do you use your own distilled water? Uh, we buy it from a water company. But the water originally, when we go to match in, it is all from the farm. It goes through a bed of limestone into a spring well. And then Uncle Lester brings it in with the water truck, fills up the tank in the basement, and that's how we keep the mash going. Nice, we nice. keep roughly 30 to 55-gallon barrels of mash going at all times. That's a good bit. <laughs> how how big are these corn. mash barrels? Yeah, it is. <laughs> how big are those barrels? They're about 55 gallons. Nice. Um, And every barrel gets the same thing every time. So it was easier to teach other people Mm -hmm. on how to do it when I couldn't be there. I've had a lot of foot issues, so I've had a lot of surgeries. And it's just 75 pounds of sugar, 50 pounds of cracked corn, one pound of yeast, and the rest is spring water. And that has to sit for two weeks, and we stir it once a day. Okay. Let let it do its thing. (laughs) I mean, that's, you know, when you're doing something, you do the same thing over and over again as a business, it makes it easy to teach new employees, yes. not spend so much time on it. So I could definitely see how, you know, that could be in stars to answer your question about the, um, the distilled water. It's, it, it's expensive to make your own distilled water when you, right. it's a lot cheaper just to bring it in when you need it from yeah. a, a big company and that's all they do. So right. in that, in that point, it's about time and money. So, yeah. you know. Makes sense. So, so is that so you say you run the corn and sugar and yeast? Um, what other things are you running at at the distillery? Um, I have played with pawpaws a couple times. That is the worst thing to mess with. <laughs> I hope to never in my life do pawpaws again. Was it the straining? Like, was oh it the straining God, of them? The straining. It was like pure mucus. <laughs> I couldn't even get my hands through it. 
It was horrible. That reminds me of uh, mangoes. Mangoes are similar. Like, well, that I'll keep that in my brain. Never mangoes. <laughs> Peaches are where it's at, man. I want. I wonder if on those pawpaws, if you would have been able to uh, puree them and really all those fibers, it, it might have been easier to deal with. But a hey, fruit's a different bird when it comes to straining. It sometimes it reminds you of potatoes. So, I'm pretty sure though the pawpaws in the isn't there in the seeds and also in the skin. There's some kind of a a toxin, I think. I think yeah. that you really we had to take all of that out. <clears throat> yeah. It was actually no, we kept the skins in there. We just took the seeds themselves out. So when you talk about a toxin, I'm thinking like poisonous, right? <laughs> so yeah. How do you know as a like a distiller or whatever what you're giving somebody is not toxins? Like or poisonous, I guess. Well, I mean you just gotta <laughs> Stick to what you know, you know. In my yeah. opinion. That, that's Sean, that's not good enough, bro. <laughs> hey, how do I know you? You're know. talking to me. I don't know. That's, that's why I don't here, do here, anything. Here's <laughs> how you know it ain't going to kill you because I tried it before I gave it to you. I won't hand anybody a jar that I have, I'm not willing or haven't tried myself. Like that jar came out of a giant batch that you bet your ass I drank from. Like, yeah. let's be for real. So, well, you know, back it, in the day, that's like, my dad told me stories about moonshine. It can make mm -hmm. you blind, it can kill you. You know, it's mm -hmm. just uh, well, you know, they were, they were running, thing. they were running in car radiators and using leaded solder yeah. back then. You know, they're making yeah. gin in bathtubs. And it's just, That's a good it, it, it's a lot different. And, you know, like Richard said, research, research, research as a, yeah. as somebody who loves what they do, you know, we're going to do it the cleanest, the best quality way that we could do it. You know, we're yeah, going to put our soul into it. Yeah. So we're going to make sure that, that like, nobody wants to, to be like known as hey man. Big Sturgis liquor made my buddy go blind once. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, that was a good shit. Everybody wants it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> It ain't meth, you know. It ain't, it ain't the next the level, you stuff. know. Like it gets you to where you need to be, and that's you know, yeah. Do your research. First off, keep... Big Sturge only drinks the liquor. I don't make the liquor, so let's make that clear. <laughs> I get that. I, I that's I was using you as just like a well, hypothetical reference. Your mouth, you know? Big Easy. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so talking, you were talking about like older stills and stuff. Um, you guys have an older still there on site, actually, don't you? Yes. Um, they came from New Stratesville. You talk a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, it was part of a raid in 1974, I do believe. Um, actually, if you vacation in Tennessee at all, there is a the big prison that you can go into to visit Alcatraz. At the very end of that tour is a picture of that still hanging on their wall. Don't know how they got it, but it's a picture taken in New Stratesville. Is that the prison where they like do ghost tours? No, it's just to show you people that have um, been incarcerated in Alcatraz through the years. And that's I'm glad it wasn't a ghost tour. Yeah, I love ghost tours. I'm just curious. I'm all about it. I, I stayed at a haunted church this weekend. What are you talking about? Big Easy, I don't wonder about that. I, dude, I wanted to text you and ask you. I'll, like, I'll tell you, this ain't, this ain't my show, man. I'm not, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm sorry, so. I was just we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that later on. But, I'm anyways, um, how long have you been at Hocking Hills? I don't know if you said earlier. I'm, my memory's terrible. I've so been there. The same question a few times. Just bear with me. 
probably Shonda. a little over four and a half years. Nice. I've been doing the distilling <laughs> for almost four years. What is um what is one mistake that you made along the way that really helped you become a much better distiller? Uh well, I don't think I can't believe I'm gonna admit this to the world. But, <laughs> That's why we're here. We're live, we're on cut. Remember, all of our barrels are on casters, so it makes it a lot easier to get it over to the still so I can strain everything off. And this sounds like Ian's story. <laughs> there is a big hole in the floor because where there used to be a drain there, so he filled yeah. it in with some crappy stuff and it caught. I'm there by myself. It's like eight o'clock in the morning and I push that barrel and it goes to the floor and the little cork on the end pops straight out and goes running across the store. And I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? This is fermented mash ready to go in the stills. I had to stick my finger in it, try to find where my phone was and call my cousin and be like, I don't know where you are, but you need to get here right now. Cause I'm laying on the floor with a barrel with my finger plugging the holes. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Yeah, at, at, at least it was just coming out a little hole. <laughs> I dropped one like that in my house once, and the whole lid came off, and all of it went all over the living room. So <laughs> those are old days. I don't, I don't do stuff like that no more. <laughs> I'm retired from all that crap. It's too much work. But yeah, similar. Uh, and you're you're just stuck like finger fingering. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Everybody you meet that's done something, done this stuff, has some kind of a story like that. Whether they made a mess or they about killed themselves or something. And so we're always like, "What? Well, what went wrong?" And now you know, everybody knows. Well, you know, be careful for holes in the floor. Yeah, and... don't go near that weird spot you tried to fix. Yeah. <laughs> Put a cone over it. Put a cone over that one. It's the no-no space. That's awesome. Uh, what, uh, I, uh, you're right. I did. I dropped a jar of peach brandy at Farm the Bottle. I went to pull it out of my pocket and my big hands that I think um, they were greasy from that, that cheeseburger that uh, Sturge fed me. It was delicious. I had that fried cheese yet. on a stick was amazing there. <laughs> uh, yeah, my cousin Phil really ate like 30 of those. I think he's still, I think he's still plugged up from it. And, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did. I dropped a jar of peach brandy. But you know, it was for everybody who couldn't be there. You gotta give us. I warmed something, you so. up with that cheeseburger, brother. That's right. It was nice. It was. That was right after. I. All right. So. I don't I, even know I, if you remember that cheeseburger. I did. I ate a bunch of brisket, and then he texts me like, "I got burgers and brats," and he's like two spots over, and I'm like, "Well, I'm going over here now." <laughs> My son's like, "Dad, there's Big Easy." I'm like, "Where?" <laughs> He like points across, like it's in the. I'm telling you, he shows up pitch dark, and my uh, son's like over there, and I'm like, he's not over there. Next thing you know, there he was. There I am. You want some blueberry lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get it. Hey, cool people eat cheese on a stick, Vince. So, <laughs> um, have you experienced? Have you experimented with making anything wild, like out of the box, that you um, enjoyed? Did make a rum. Rum was, I loved the fermentation process of the rum yeah. because the whole place smelled like sweet potatoes. It made me feel like really? I was walking into Thanksgiving every nice. single day <laughs> till I went to fill the stills. And that was another big <laughs> mess. I didn't take into account the fact that when I'm doing a corn mash, I have solids. Mm -hmm. When I'm doing 
for the rum, I have no solids. So when I pour in the two big barrels into the still, it, all of a sudden I just heard this crazy noise and it looked like my stills were bleeding because there was red everywhere. So I did learn only use one and a half of those barrels, but it turned out pretty good. Um, I did a second run of it and then we double distilled it, um, brought it out to about 160 proof and it's been sitting in a wooden barrel since January of last year, just fermenting in its own little barrel. Nice. Speaking of barrels, you guys uh, have jumped into that. Yes, we do have bourbon. Bourbon. Yes. In-house in made and aged bourbon. Yes. All it is is our 120 proof aged for two years in a white oak chart barrel. We go down to Speyside um, Bourbon Cooperage in Jackson, Ohio, buy three barrels every single month, fill them full, cork them, and they sit for two years. So do you char them yourself? No, we buy them already ready. And we do a number three char with a medium toast. That was my next question. <laughs> Actually, I've got a bottle right here. Hey, hey Sturge, bro, they ain't far away. They're just right in Hocking Hills, Ohio. <laughs> oh, really? Area. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, like an, it's like an hour away. Yeah. We'll have to take a trip. That way. Look at this. It's dark, too. Sean's got a bottle of this bourbon. You know, Sean, don't share. You live right next door, bro. You don't share. It is 110 proof. Show up like bodyguard and knock his ass out. <laughs> that looks good. What's the uh, What's the presentation on the back? <clears throat> Nothing. Label. Okay. Very cool. Just this was the very first bottle, so I kept it. How long was it uh, barreled for? Two years. So it two is 100 percent corn. Corn. Um. So, you so it to... starts like this. This is our 120 proof. Okay. Buckeye lightning. I like that. Put it into a barrel and it comes out like this. Nice. Two years about my sweet spot for anything with wood. Now, if it's in a barrel. I'm not real now, big into that. We just Four sat years. back two <laughs> runs for a 10-year age. Oh, now you're talking my language. <laughs> I like anything from five to ten. I mean, I've trust me, I've had really good whiskey that's uh, two years, you know. Uh, but my sweet spot's probably five to ten. Well, if you're not local enough to come, we sell oh, all local of enough. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not far from us, so yeah. he's probably a little little over an hour from you guys. Well, that's not bad. That's that's no. a little drive. Oh yeah, and then you know you're in Hocking Hills, <laughs> you know like you can't beat it. Like, it's so beautiful. There's so much to see and do. Like hit a couple of distilleries out there, and then you know go see the woods. <laughs> we just got ranked as one of the top places in the U.S. to come and see. It's and if you haven't been to the Hocking Hills region of Ohio, you're totally missing out. Um, it's beautiful. Old uh, Judd Henderson lives down there. You know, and it's amazing. <laughs> every time we go that there, like, from? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's down in that area. Um, every time I go, we go to Hocking Hills. I've lived here my whole life, and you can never go there enough. Oh, so. that's for sure. My sister got married there. It's beautiful. It's definitely so, becoming a tourist town. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, what, um, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, shit. So you guys do a bunch of flavors and stuff too, don't you? 
Yeah, we do four. Okay. We take, remember how I said the single distilled earlier? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We take our 90 proof. This is our single distilled. And we work with Monin syrups because they're the biggest to work with and they have the most flavors. And we blend the 90 proof with four of their syrups to bring out a 45 proof flavor. We have a raspberry, a peach tea, a granny apple, which is my personal favorite, and then a blackberry, which is Ohio's most favorite. Mm -hmm. Nice. And we like our blackberries, especially like up, uh, especially up north. Yeah, me too. You know, I got to try. I got to try the clear pawpaw. Um, I want to say I got. Yeah, it's a paw paw brandy. Okay. And uh, it has it had banana characteristics to it. At least I thought it did. Are um, you talking about the one from um, Straitsville? Yeah. Okay, and that was. Uh, was the Hawking College or Diamond or yeah. Diamond? Or okay. Yeah. I keep getting yeah. them mixed up. I'm dumb. So just reach through and slap me. Big Easy, you're um, like the smartest guy I know. Shut up. No, no. Hey, thanks for boy. lying to me, man. I appreciate <laughs> that. Sturge made me feel nice. You feel made me feel nice, Sturge. my man. So, so of course, I love you. So, <laughs> hey, we're all coming down to the Hawking Hills Distillery, man. We're going to. We're gonna make a road trip down there. Look, it's American whiskey. Brent, come on down, them guys. Yeah, get with American whiskey. We'll they'll set up and do a podcast down there. Hey, we've down. got a lot of gorgeous cabins oh, and lodges. I do have a question. <clears throat> so you talk about all the different. You said you had four flavors. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I am not intelligent at all. I just like to drink a lot, um, and. I have a podcast called American Whiskey, which is a bunch of guys that drink a lot that don't make no sense. But I do know that, like, when you flavor uh, alcohol, it can either be like post production, I guess, and then pre production, right? So, you know, did you say you had like green apple or you had apple or even blackberry Granny. and all that? So, is that post or? Yeah, that's that post. Okay. We take, we have a big silver pan that we kind of pour. We know the measurements for everything. It needs to go in there to bring it from the 90 to the 45. Because at any time, y'all know, Ohio's not a fun state with liquor. They can come in there, pop the tops on any bottle, and test anything they want. Mm -hmm. And it better be yeah, what and, you say it is. And it's got to be like within a point something percent, won't it? It's very close. We used to use the hydrometer to test everything. And then um, a couple years ago, we got the, oh, what is that machine called? It's a little handheld machine. It's really expensive. And it kind of shoots the liquor up into it and it gives it the exact. Even when it's flavored and sugars and all that? Uh, uh, not when it's flavored. No, when it's flavored, you're kind of just stuck. Okay. You yeah. have to make sure that you keep your recipes yeah. on par. I thought you were talking about the breathalyzer first. Got to do the math. <laughs> Anton Pear, that's the machine. Anton Sorry, okay. Pear. I to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But so, What's your favorite? No, go ahead, Sean. Oh, you, you go ahead. You forgot already, didn't you? It's cool. No, no, no. I was going to ask you <laughs> Are you guys planning on opening a, a second location at any time? Or are you guys? Just um, he's not planning on it, 
But ever since we moved into the bigger facility, because like I said, we went from a 1,200 square foot little space where he rented it to a ginormous, you saw, building. Mm -hmm. So we, since we've upgraded from the two stills to the five, our reach has gotten bigger. Like we're in um, Michigan now with our bourbon. So what he plans on doing is, I'm sure you saw the kitchen. We were supposed to open a kitchen a couple years ago, but he's having a problem finding anybody that will come in and put in a sprinkler system to the building. So if you know anybody out there, he's if looking. Listening, if you put in sprinkler <laughs> systems, right hit up Stephanie at Hawking Hills Distillery. There was a, a place up here that I used to deliver uh, gas to. Was a uh, Buckeye something? Buckeye. I'll have to see if I can't figure out who that who that is. But it's up here in uh, Dayton, Middletown area. I think. Oh, fuck, it's been a long time, but I'll see if I can't figure out who that is. But that's what they do. That would be great. I mean, Sean uh, can solder solder copper pipe. <laughs> well, my husband's a state licensed plumber, and he yeah. does a lot of our work, but. His it's name's like, Sean, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's easy name to remember. Nice, nice. Not for me. I already forgot it. So I, I'm terrible in names. So. God, you and Sean uh, are the worst at remembering, bro. <laughs> That's how it is. Accept it. You know, you're going to be friends with us. You got to accept that. You're going to have to remind us about things. And I'm terrible with names. You just got to be like, the that dude that did this, this, and that. And I'll be like, oh, I remember who. So It I'm took you a while to know me. Like my name. Yeah, I, I spelling your name wrong and stuff, you know. But, <laughs> you know what you messed up, bro? Is like you spelled my name wrong for like since I'd known you, and then it stuck. So now everybody spells it that way, and I'm like, really, bro? I'm a trendsetter, man. I, 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 don't, <laughs> you know, I don't apologize for things. Stephanie, just realize it's S T U R G. Not e. with an E at the end. There's the E. It's silent. <laughs> There's the E now. It, it, it's silent. It's silent. Just put it there. It's silent. Silent um, but deadly. That's right. Very deadly. He <laughs> trains that shit. I'm telling you right now. Stephanie's about to end up with two E's at the end. So that's right. There's already one there. We just forgot to put it there. It's silent. <laughs> yeah. so, um, what What's your favorite thing for you to make at the distillery? Uh. In the stills or just behind the counter? Because I, I do a lot of different concoctions behind the counter. Well, well, let's go behind the counter. What's your favorite mix? So your concoction, mixed drink, whatever you want to call it. Um, what's your okay, favorite thing to There's create? two. I'm all about layered shots. See, in Ohio, since we don't have a full-on liquor license bar mm -hmm. yet, mm -hmm. we can only do four quarter-ounce shots. Yes. And they're a dollar. Bill has to have their tax money. Always. So I take the 151 and I blend it with a little bit of French vanilla. So I turn it into around a hundred, hundred proof French vanilla. And then I just pour into raspberry down into it. Just the raspberry syrup. Don't mix it, no nothing. And it layers it. I'm all yes. about the pretty drinks because we get a lot of ladies in there and they love that I'm stuff. I'm not a lady and I'm interested. That's where, that's where your money's at. Uh, yes. So many bottles. Right now, just call me a girl. <laughs> <laughs> your no, your money's in ladies and sturge with an E. <laughs> you would not believe how many men come in there and they're scared of moonshine. 
Oh, and yeah. once I make them those drinks, they're like, oh, I can totally handle this. They're yeah, just like yeah. shooting them back. I had a group of guys come up from, I do believe it was Montana two years ago. It was during the winter. They were deer hunting and they bought every different drink that I could make all the different syrups, everything. And I, I swear they had to have spent a thousand dollars within the group. Cause you're only allowed to sell so many bottles also. But then they came back the next day and bought more because they weren't allowed to buy as many as they wanted. So it was great. <laughs> I know I know what it's like to be capped at trying to buy jars at a distillery. I dig that. We are allowed to sell four jars. <laughs> yeah, they lim they limited me to 24 jars in Tennessee. I didn't think I they limited anybody that. in Tennessee. They did me 24 jars. <laughs> I think they saw it in my eye. I was like, I was about to be like, I need eighty of this and twenty of these. So I'm really lost right now. So what's what is the law in Ohio? It's Trash. one of the harder states to make liquor in. Like, um, for instance, uh, you start you used to only be able to sell two bottles per person. Now it's up to four. They changed that right after we did our bourbon release, which really sucked because we had so many people that wanted so many bottles. Yeah. Um, you have to, you're only allowed to do four quarter ounce shots. You could do one shot, but it makes more sense to bring them down into quarter ounces. That way they can try four things. Yeah. Unless you do have a bar license. If you have the bar license, I mean, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want. Right. There's just so many rules with the higher proof spirits because we are considered controlled substance. Mm -hmm. Ohio do better. Come on. Good luck. <laughs> When they changed their logo, it shouldn't have been find it here. It should have been no fun. Go away. No shit. <laughs> Dylan, if he, uh, my boy from American Whiskey that's on all the time, at of the state of Ohio liquor, because that's ridiculous. They, uh, like, so what is the point of that? Like, what's the point of well, I feel like that. COVID that, has really opened the doors with that. that. Now you're allowed to go to a bar and get a drink and take it home as long as it's got a cover over it. So they're trying to get there. They're just behind everybody else. Like, they want to get to the point the where you can start drink. delivering liquor. Nobody leaves a Mexican restaurant. I tried <laughs> it once. I tried it. Personally, I tried it. I so, left a Mexican restaurant. I got home and it was gone. Yeah. So, arrest me now. Remember during COVID, they was letting you leave with margaritas? Yeah. Like, they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, margarita to go. Yeah. And people you were like, walking go out. To pick up your, like, uh, go to go order. And it was like, if you got a to go order during COVID, you got a free margarita. And I'm like, give me two more meals. <laughs> yeah. Is it one per meal? My wife's like, what's wrong when I get back with the medicine for the four kids and the wife? And I'm like, nothing. She's like, you just seem kind of weird right now. I'm like. I had three margaritas on the way home, babe. Baby, I'm fine. What's the problem? I'm good. Where's my margarita? Like, They make it hard for people at the distilleries to make a good living and sell their alcohol. But for good, you know, you can leave a restaurant with a closed Container, <laughs> you pop a straw in. That makes sense. That makes Just sense. a piece of saran wrap. Yep. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, like um, your profit margin per jar is probably this big, and and you have to sell millions of jars. And realistically, the the money's made on mixed drinks. But if you don't have the license to sell mixed drinks, then 
than you know how you supposed to turn how you supposed to turn a jar that you make a dollar off of into a jar you make a hundred dollars off of if you can't sell mixed drinks and that's how it is in Ohio. Um, I, I think it's a hard state. Yeah, one one guy said he makes four dollars a jar in profit, and it's like holy crap. Well, big like, easy. I had that like when you go to the jury. You guys know what the jury mm-hmm. is? It's the hotel chain. Yeah. Uh, I, I had stayed at plenty of juries out of the state of Ohio, and you would go, you get the room, you know, with your wife or whatever, mm-hmm. and you get three free drinks. Mm-hmm. But in the state of Ohio, if you go to jury, you have to pay the taxes on those drinks. And I, yeah. I'll never forget going, going to my first jury in Ohio, and I had to pay the money for that uh-huh. drink still, technically. You said to pay the tax on it. The tax you know, on it. And well, there's a bar in in that hotel. Yeah, yeah. I've never 100%. been to one. Yeah, so, jury. Like when you get a room, you get three free drinks, and they and, feed you breakfast. And they feed you and have a dinner. Like, it's food. legit, dude. Like it's worth the it. You go stay at the jury, man. You feel like a king. The back, the <laughs> breakfast and the dinner. It it's bad. worth it, man. Yeah, you it's know, it's definitely it, worth it. You know, I mean, let's I be can... for real. Their three drinks are like, you know, they give you two. Uh, they give you two ounces of uh they're like they're like you know, Jake and Coke. Yeah. And I'm like, what's a Jake and Coke? And they're like, the Jake and Coke, you know. It's like big. it's shit you never heard of. So when I go to the jury, I'm like, here's put all three drinks into one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Ohio, they're one. like, all right, that's 38 cents. But if you go to a different state, they're like, hey, it ain't nothing. I'm like, well, that's weird. You know, I, that, that's why when you go to the hotel, you take your own stuff to drink on. You know, it's, that's, that's, point, that's where it's at. So it's in the shampoo bottle, isn't it? <laughs> nah, it's usually just in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me, me and Hooch made some friends at the jury once, and we uh we had got some soccer dads really, really drunk, um, who do not drink apple pie. They're not allowed to drink apple pie, but they drink a quarter apple pie, and they were in trouble. We saw them the next morning, like so we we see these soccer dads at the jury. And they invite us over to play cards, and I know how to play euchre, and so I'm playing with them. And then the topic of apple pie comes up, and they tell war stories from when they were younger, and they're not allowed to drink anymore. And by the end of it, they're drinking apple pie, they're passing it around. It's three thirty in the morning. We're hooting it up down in the down in the lobby, and then uh, one of the wives comes down, and she just got this look, and and the dude knows like it's time to go to bed. And so they leave, and we see them down the next morning at breakfast, and they're all just, you know, they got that, they got that. I, I, I ain't drank that much in a long time, and they won't look at us. They won't look at us like <laughs> me. I'd have been like, it was him, babe. It was him. He was feeding me that stuff. He's the hey, reason he's why the, I am the way I am. Hey, I'm good with it. I ain't got no problem with that. So <clears throat> anytime you're around Big Easy, he's like, try this, and I'm like, oh, I better not. <laughs> He's like, hey, give it a try. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Air uh, pressure. Oh, his, big <laughs> his rear pressure. Like, Stephanie, when we come there, he's going to, like, bring these jars, and he's just going to be like, try now, this one, but where's that from? We're not allowed to bring there. jars to a distillery. Stirs, they have jars. There. No, but we can take it to the Airbnb bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those, those will be the jars we buy at the distillery. So. That's what I'm talking about. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. where they came from. I could have got it from Kroger's. Try it. Hey, we sell our stuff at Kroger's. There you uh, go. Thank you. Now, you <laughs> try this. You, try this. you guys sell, sell your stuff in Springfield too, don't you? At yeah. the Wine Works? Okay, I thought so. Uh, I'm did. pretty what sure there's. 
Huh? I'm pretty sure they're at Kroger's here in Inglewood. What county is that? Clark. We sell it in Enon and Springfield at the Wine Works. Yeah. Are okay, you yep. shitting me? Yeah. Enon, we sell it. Yeah, we sell one over 250 like state liquor stores. Man, look at her bringing the papers out. Nice. It's good to have receipts, boys. <laughs> Solid it's point. good to know, huh? Sean, I'll pick up a bottle, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, now, if you want this jars. bottle, this one, um, after tax, it's like 52 and some change. You, I, I, I have my, raising the prices. This, this is American whiskey. We try bottles that are 107, and you're okay. Like, well, then this the right in. This? Yeah. this one though at the 151 bottle over here this one they take 43 percent in taxes straight off the top mm. now um it's do do you use the uh get your ingredients in ohio and say your yes. taxes lower as much as you can we we go to the restaurant and get skids of sugar they are 50 pound bags so it's a lot easier just a whole so and a half so so when it comes to buy when it comes to sugar and, and you like say you bought it from restaurant depot i already forgot what you just said it's terrible uh, but, but, so i'm gonna call it the restaurant depot and uh um when you buy it from there does the sugar have to be made in ohio or does this have to be purchased from a company in ohio or is sugar like that kind of gray area as opposed to like corn and fruits and things like that it's mostly about how much it costs really mm -hmm. because everything has just skyrocketed yeah so what we can get at a bulk discount for a whole you know we buy two to yeah. three skids at a time at 50 pound bags a piece so it's just all about the price really yeah nice now the corn we've used the same thing since <clears throat> it opened almost eight years ago that's just cracked corn from tractor supply the hunters okay. don't like us during hunting season but <laughs> tractor supply loves us now, and it's you, all locally sourced Ohio corn. Okay, so that corn comes from Ohio, so you're still able to claim, well, this came from Ohio. You know, you're only going to charge me half the tax of what you was going to. So maybe make a, a But you're not necessarily dollars. worried about, like, local corn, right? We've uh, had farmers come in, and the cost just wasn't what we needed. Yeah. It's it just so expensive. You guys see, you, you got to produce a whole lot to make a little bit. So oh, that's yeah, why they have day jobs. <laughs> yes. And, and like I said, like you, if you're just selling jars, it's hard to get by here in Ohio. You got it. It's, most of these stories you go into, they got a bar. And yep. that's how they make it. They got a bar, you know. And if you got a bar, then you got profit. You got yep. you got you got a way to make profit. And you food. know, like I said, yep. yep, you got food, you got you take that one jar of 120 and you turn it into a hundred mixed drinks, you know. And, yeah. And that's that's where your money's made because when you walk in, mixed drinks are eight to twelve dollars. And if you go there with your lady, she drinks three or four mixed drinks, and you know and that's a that's three or four shots of liquor throughout the night. And you drink a beer, you're drinking beer, and that's where you make your money. So it's you can see how it's it's a lot harder to make it just selling jars here in Ohio. They don't do us no favors, man. That's and, yeah. and not and on top of that, how hard they make it to get open, to get that license and get it open and make you wait so long. So yeah, like like Big Sturge said, man, I like to name change Sturge. And uh 
<laughs> and like Sturge said, man, do better, Ohio, man. Help us out. Yeah, you know, I mean, let us let us make liquor, make it not so hard on everyone. Make it as e- easy to to open a distillery and produce high quality liquor as it is to open a craft brewery and make beer. Make make yeah, another beer, like, make another IPA because there ain't enough yeah. IPA places out but there. But it goes to yeah. every atmosphere in Ohio. Yeah. Like I'm looking at buying. Um, I can't go into too much detail of it, but uh, I'm looking at buying a brick and mortar store right now. And they sell, you know, beer. But I want to know what it took to to get more than that. You know, what it would take to get the whiskeys, the the moonshines, the the wines. And I didn't blank realize check. how much it took you, in Ohio to get you, that. You, you got to hand the state a blank check and say, "Do your thing, bro. Oh Let me God, know how much it man. is." At the end. <laughs> so yeah. we're 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 looking into it right now, and it's just like Ohio. Do fucking better because yeah. you're making it hard for people to just create a dream, run with it, because when they create that dream, then there's all these obstacle courses that they got to jump over in order to reach the final part of it. But so, if, I wanted to, if I wanted to make another shitty IPA, I could have a craft brewery in a few months. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of IPAs, you know. Oh God! I'm not. Well, what either. you're saying, Big Easy, is a real thing. Like it, yeah. it's, you know, it's true. I mean, and, wh- and what's the difference? The the alcohol percentage. That's the difference mm-hmm. between IPA and and my my jar of moonshine. But at the end of the day, you will sell me a keg of IPA that I could drink until I throw up right. on. But you know, you make it hard to buy a jar of liquor. Same thing to you. Yes. Yes. It's all about the money at the end of the day. It's just, it's insanity. To create create that, you know, just that brick and mortar store, bait shop, whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. it, that I'm trying to get at, you know, to, and and make that dream come true. You have to jump through all these things. And I always wonder, I'm like, why don't they sell more than beer? That's stupid. Mm -hmm. Why don't they sell more than that $4 bottle of wine? That's ridiculous, you know. I do like me a four dollar bottle of wine sometimes, man. <laughs> you don't want to see me on a four dollar bottle of hey, wine, brother. Speaking you of go, that, go to Aldi and get that Blackberry three fifty. Dude, I got a red wine from all, uh, Aldi's Bro. on Saturday four ninety nine. Take Aldi's your crappy wine and mix it with our blackberry. Add you some frozen fruit. And you Listen, you said you had that wine works. I'm going to wine works tomorrow. <laughs> I'll pick Big Easy, Sean. I'll pick everybody up. A bottle of that, and I will mix it with it upstairs right now. Nice. Look forward to that. She got one right there. You knew she had one right there. Blackberry. We're going to try all this. So uh, I don't know if y'all are busy this weekend, but y'all want to get together, make a trip to Hockey Hills, you say the word. Hey, I can make that happen, no problem. We'll we'll convoy down there, and we'll get it. We'll have a good time. Sean Rigsby might be – he might got the COVID. Um, now nah, he'll be over it by then. He's good to go. Big a. Make sure you try this one. Uh, if we're there, so our, our plan is if we come in the door, we try everything. Even, um, that's it. Yeah. I tell you, even the uh, the R and D stuff you got going on in the back, we really like trying this <laughs> stuff. Like, <laughs> it's a, one one of my favorite stories about the R and D things are, you know, um, I was down in Maggie Valley with Sean. Sean took me over to Adventure Distilling, and old <laughs> Kelly. And we're trying his liquors. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday at the jam. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. It was, it was five o'clock an hour, a few hours ago <laughs> in the morning. 
and we're trying these and I'm still half lit. I think it was the winter jam when we went and then, you know, we try all these and we're checking out. They got stainless tanks out back. They got this big piss pot from a popcorn out front. And he's like, man, I've been working on this pineapple. You guys want to try it? And, you know, we don't say no to a jar or especially something new. And we tried it and we're all just like, bro, that's legit. That's legit. And then a few months later, he's got it out on the shelf. And it's like, oh, yeah, I tried that before it was out. I got to try that before it was out. So it was just one of the cool uh, try clock, try it, try it before, you know. Not if it's 5 a.m., the Masters. So <laughs> you rocking about 100, 105 there? I, I, I got this from a buddy of mine. He, uh, I don't know what the hell he calls it. Some peach shine or something. Yeah. And, uh, Ooh. Good. No, it's Ooh. not bad. It's a uh, little peach brandy. Well, I, I think that's what he calls it. But one, yeah. Oh <laughs> that's fine. That's that fine. was full. So, that that tonight, that was full. I mean, you, you had a show earlier, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I did. It's, uh, well, that's amazing. Um, are, you said Uncle Joey was an animal. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uncle Joey's a dude, man. He, he <laughs> Uncle it. Joey's an animal. You're right. He is. He is. That's for sure. That's my so, um, so what? What kind of plans do you guys have going on? Uh, as that far was my as, question. Well, get it out then. You're good. You got this. <laughs> so are you well, guys? Go ahead. The restaurant and the bar. Nice. But yep. also, he is getting ready to do the one thing you guys were making fun of earlier. <laughs> He's thinking about making a beer. <laughs> During First that of all, Big Sturge didn't make fun of anybody making beer because I <laughs> love beer. I, I just said so. it wasn't my thing, you know. Beer's not my now, thing. It's, it's if a lot you of guys work. do come down to Hawking Hills Moonshine this weekend, um, I don't know if you've ever been to the brewery, Brewery Thirty Three, but when we are done with our bourbon barrels, since they can only be used one time to make a true authentic bourbon, mm-hmm. they go straight to the brewery and they age bourbon beer. Nice. I'd be interested in trying that. I think still talking might be there with a sidekick. <laughs> I've I, I've had uh, some Burble Baron age a barrel age wine that was amazing. So I'm I'm intrigued about the beer. Okay. Hmm. Is that the only reason he's wanting to do that? Just so he can. Well, um, <clears throat> like you guys were talking about different laws and everything earlier. And he's been trying to get this restaurant in, but he has had no success with finding companies that are willing to do things with that old building. Um, he can, but they're wanting like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're just a small, you know, moonshine distillery. Mm-hmm. So he um, he was talking about the laws. And when the breweries came a law, all their different laws that they came up with, one of the things that they put into contract was, if they make beer on site, they can then have a restaurant. So you don't have to go uh, through loophole. the other crap. Yes. The okay. brewers were smart when they made their laws. They just didn't make it good for the distillers. <laughs> now, now, as far as making beer, beer could be as simply as simple as making a, a hard apple cider. You know, yeah. just making apple wine and then you just have it to have it end. for sale on your shelf. That's all nice. it is. And then you open the floodgates for your restaurant mm-hmm. and your bar because essentially 
there's no more liquor licenses in the Hawking House, but since we make the liquor, we get re- grandfathered into that. Nice. Any sour beers? I don't know what he's going to make. <laughs> I'm not a beer person. What the fuck's a sour beer? It's <laughs> sour. It is like sour mash. Yeah, no, it, this, it's sour. It, ain't, it ain't nothing like sour mash. Like It is legit. You drink it. And it is sour, like it makes you go like this. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's bad. I, not well, my thing. Bad. Not, not my thing. I didn't mean bad. It's just not my thing. I don't. I'm not a big beer guy, you know. So um, speaking of sour mash, uh, Stephanie, do you guys do anything like that, or do you guys do sweet mashes? And no, it's just the straight sour mash. Okay. Other than the times that I've done the Paul Paul, the rum. Stuff like that, which those are just things that we're playing around with. Those aren't things that we're bottling or selling. If we had the bar, we could sell it through that. But we're just playing around with things because you always want to test things out. You're allowed to do the testing phase, Mm -hmm. but you can't physically sell it because, you know, one of the rules of the game. And if you want to play the game, you got to play all the rules. Right. Every rule, every little bitty <laughs> rule, you better be on top of every little thing, man. It's it, you know, it's almost like it's almost like the parent that's waiting for you to mess up so they can get you, and it's just waiting <laughs> on you to mess up. And damn, but and, you, you sound like that parent. Hell, <laughs> hey, I, I'm not that parent. I, I've, I've not. I've, trust me, I grew up with a couple different people like that. You know, they wait for you to mess up or set you up for failure just so they can bust you. When you fail, you know, that's, yeah. that, that's the state liquor. That's Ohio state liquor. <laughs> you know? Cross your, cross, you know, cross your T's, dot your I's twice. Yeah. So. Well, the good thing is, is if you come in to the distillery, you get a tour around the facility. Sean knows he's been there. I've given him the tour. Um, you get to try the samples. Like I said, they do cost $4 max. But you can share, since you essentially want to try all of them, we do have eight products you have to share with somebody that you're with. Because, you know, one of those... Four dollars max, you said? Four dollars max. There's four no four reason max. not to go. If you've not been there for four dollars, <laughs> come on. But the tour is completely free. So you can see our mash barrels. We'll open them. We'll let you see the processes from one that's fresh versus one that's mm-hmm. getting ready to go to the still. If you come on a Tuesday or a Saturday, the stills are running. So those are your best days. Uh, unless we're doing a double distillation, then that one takes about four to five days because we shut everything off at night. So that way nothing overflows. We've had that happen a few times. That's no fun. It's a lot of wasted, a lot of wasted time. But we hand bottle everything in the store. So everything is done right there on site. And then Brian... The one brother, he actually is the one that drives it to the warehouses. We have a warehouse in Greene County, close to Cleveland. They do our Cleveland area. And then we have a warehouse in Groveport, close to the Columbus area. Um, Cleveland is actually one of our best-selling markets, believe it or not. Big city. Big, big city. So that's a good point, Big Easy. I mean, that's that's a very, very large area. Large city. Yeah. And, yeah. It, you know... When you get city folks and you you say the word mm-hmm. moonshine, and it's a, it's different. It's a different level yeah. for for well, city I'll never folks. Forget you know? going with my brother to Cleveland. He said we're going to go <clears throat> take a guy's trip to Cleveland. And I'm thinking 
inner city, you know, big buildings. And we went, and it was cornfields, but we were in <laughs> Cleveland. But you go 10 minutes, you know, whichever direction it was, and you were in Cleveland, Cleveland. It was crazy. That sounds like almost every city in Ohio. <laughs> Ten minutes out of that city, you're hitting cornfields, and then yep. you're in another big city in another 25, 30 Very minutes. good point. So that's kind of how it is. Now, once you get down in southern Ohio, southeastern Ohio, it's it's hills, 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 city, hills, hills, hills. But even down there, they don't care, man. They'll farm on them hills. They'll be like, oh, that's a cornfield going up the side of the hill. Care, Ohio, man. We making corn. We making food. <laughs> we gonna get it done. So <laughs> it was interesting. I was uh, I, I forget where I went. We were somewhere in Ohio after the uh, Wilmington Farm to Bottle Festival, and I went into a gas station to try to find like six pack of beer. And they're like, "Oh, we don't sell beer in this area." And I was like, "What?" They're like, "Yeah, we're a dry county." And I was like, "What the hell is that?" Like, Literally, where the fuck? Like, what do you mean? What does that mean? You gotta go to a different county by beer, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm like, like, dang. Dang. I drove, I, I drove through a time portal. I didn't know." <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean? You're in the middle of nowhere?" And like, like, I've, oh. I've only heard about this on TV. You think yeah. you guys would sell alcohol? You're in the middle of nowhere. So Dude, I, I didn't even, I didn't even, never even heard of it. Easy. I was like, nice. it's just a thing. "Like you're kidding." She's like, "Clearly, I'm not." Dumb. I'm like, "Okay, well." Kind of like when the Michigan people come to Ohio and they're like, you guys have drive-thrus that sell alcohol? Yeah, you gotta get out of the car. Like, We're all about keeping you drunk. We just ain't about letting you open at a distillery. So, right. <laughs> that's, where we, that's where they draw the line at. Like, we'll keep you drunk, but you ain't allowed to make it yourself yet. So, <laughs> um, you know, maybe if, when, if the, the SB 13 bill makes through, that could lead to, you know, easier laws. Can you explain what that is? So the the SB 13 bill in Ohio is a bill that allows everybody in Ohio, 21 or older, to legally own a still and produce 100 gallons of untaxed liquor a year. And per per person, 21 in your household. So if you got a wife, you can make 200 gallons and, you know, you can own your still. And if they pass that, you know, it makes home distilling legal. And maybe that's a step forward. Statewide. Yeah, statewide, not federal wise, state wise. You know, so, and, do you know where twenty one year olds? Do you know where that's at? Um, it it came out of agriculture. Uh, it made it through the agricultural department, wherever you call it. I don't know the technical name. Um, and now I think it's upcoming for the house. So I think it's waiting to get into the house for a vote. It went through the Senate. It went through the agricultural board, and I believe it's in the house. So. Hopefully it'll get through, and and like I said, that might, and I could see that you know some distilleries being like, man, we don't want that to pass. These people are allowed to make a hundred gallons at home, but on the same end, it could make things easier for a distillery. Maybe it'll make them lessen up on you. Uh, well, you just I never know. Regardless of whether you're making that at your house, you want to try other people's. Whether it's you know whether you're getting to that wine works in Springfield, like Stephanie said, they have it there, or whether you're making it at your house. I think, like, you know, people are going to want it either way. Yeah. Whether well, you're making and, it or not. Well, and you go back to that dry county. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, it might not be so dry no more. <laughs> I let them make alcohol. but All I was trying to do in this county was play some golf. I literally went to a gas station trying to play 18 <laughs> holes, and I was like, 
you guys got Miller Lite or anything? And she's like, we're in Dry County. I was like, so do you have Michelob? And she's like, you don't have, <laughs> don't have shit here. And I'm like, that just mean you, you have Coors Light. Coors well, Light. We'll, sell, we'll sell you medical weed if you want. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. Around Give me that direction. Weed. <laughs> you know, like, that's what's Send crazy, that you know? Like, we'll sell you weed. And medical weed, and that's that's coming up on the ballot for recreational too here. Yeah, November. It's like, it's like, bro, just let us do let us do what we want. You know, like we're all adults. Let us do what we want, man. Let me grow, let me and, run some moonshine and grow my own plants. That's all yes. I care about. Yeah, let me be it's an just American. Farming. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing it for the agricultural purposes. Hey, I could grow tomatoes and and cucumbers. I won't eat as long as much as I want. But you know, I can't grow weed, and I, you know, I can't, I can't take my fruit trees and turn them into brandy if I want. You know what I'm saying? So don't look between my uh, okra and my tomato plants. That's right. <laughs> those, those are just uh, different tomato plants. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Make a moonshine. Make a mash in of tomatoes and okra. And okra, and you can. Say, hey, Sean, tell us about the uh, tomato paste mash. Like, I learned about tomato paste mash from Sean. He told me all about it. Would the hey, acidity not work? No, it works great. I mean, it's just I used to, I used to use straight sugar and tomato paste, tomato paste for the nutrient as a nutrient, and it was just a straight sugar. It turned it fucking blood red, acidity. but it would be it worked great. That's so like ten percent. Did you make chili with it? Huh? <laughs> Did you make chili with it? Bloody Marys, <laughs> Bloody Marys with the mash. <laughs> All I'm saying is, don't knock it till you try it. So, what, what you the that flavor time? does the flavor does not come through? Yeah, I mean, that, you, you know that's what I was going to ask for the people. Yeah. So, like, just, there's, there's no tomato flavor in the distillate. It just it's just a straight flavorless sugar shine. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. So, was Stephanie at Farm the Bottle? Yes. I not. Have, I wasn't like there. I was just. Can I have a quote? A consumer. Big easy, Sean. Do what? You can, you can mute me if you want. That's fine. Okay, hold on a second. Bro, <laughs> bro, you ask away, man. You got a question asked. Okay, so I, I, I found a very good, uh, I think it was a vodka, boys and girls. I don't know for sure, but Fred from uh, Lake Erie Distillery had a dill pickle vodka. vodka. I think. Yes. Yep. All um, right. I bought V8 today to try it with that dill pickle vodka i haven't tried it yet but tell me that that stephanie did you try it Mm -mm. okay never mind the only thing i tried was the things that were in the test tubes those were amazing jello shots jello shots yeah uncle joe listening how are those Hey, those hey, were big, incredible. Big shout out to Doug Taylor for the Jello shots, man. So good. I bet he sold a million of those things. Right, what was and, the one we had? And I bet I bet five hundred thousand of them went to Uncle Joey. Oh my god, hundred <laughs> percent, dude. Yeah, Sean, the big easy cheese did you cake. Oh my. That's yeah. what. Did you try that dill That's pickle? So good. No, no. Okay, so I got. I, it. I'm not going to drink no more until you guys try it. So I yeah. tried it, and then I tried it in his little Bloody Mary mix he had. Yeah. It was amazing. It and was I'm not phenomenal, a Mary guy. dude. It I was, like the uh, pickle. Oh my god, it's so good. I, I literally, I'm staring at it right now. I'm like, should I make the V8 from that? <laughs> Hell, you and, went through two bottles. Might as well make it three. <laughs> might as well, huh? <laughs> <laughs> might, might as well find the bottom of a third jar, huh? Did y'all try um, the sweet tooth? Her 
hard tack candy with the liquor. That was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. sweet tooth. Uh, the hard candies. Yes. Yeah, as you walk in oh on the left. God. Yeah, we were I, there. The, that was the longest I was in that building was because my husband and my daughter were trying every single flavor. I never chipped a tooth until I went there. She didn't tell me it was hard candy. <laughs> I was like 16 drinks deep and I popped a dill pickle one in my mouth and I just chowed on it. I was like, <laughs> I, was like, yeah. she was like what I do don't you think, think it's her fault if you're 16 drinks in. <laughs> I was like, Uncle Joey, what do you think? And he's like, like, all right, let's go get a slushy, Uncle Joey. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded about right. Uh... So, is he going to do Wait. Farm to Bottle again next year? And he says he is. He's talking about doing one later this fall, even though I don't know. It's I don't know when later this fall would be. <laughs> Fall's about over, oh. but I know I think he's doing another one next year. You guys, yeah. you guys should sh- should set up and let people try your alcohol there. I think well, I I asked Brian, and he was going to come up and check it out. And I went up there, and he was really busy that day. The distillery was on Saturdays. You can't even. It's there. It's just really, really, really busy on Saturdays because of all the events that's been happening in the Hawking House. Like this week is the fair. I was going to go tonight, but then I remembered, yeah. crap! I have that podcast. I'm not going to see the rodeo this year. <laughs> we could have rescheduled. You should have told John yeah. to reschedule. It's okay. We'd, we'd have just blamed him and, and <laughs> you know, could have did a different day. So anybody coming on, if you need to reschedule for a different day, <laughs> we're flexible. Usually it's I'll not- be like, I'll be like, I'm cool with that. I didn't want to get out of the chair anyways. <laughs> uh, it happens. But, but um, he didn't end up coming up and I really, he didn't understand like the rules of the game. Like, if you make a product, because usually when he goes to and does tasting somewhere, the place has to buy, he has to physically buy the bottles and then he has to sell the shops. It's really weird how all that works. Yeah. <laughs> um, I never got my license to do it because I was always at the distillery. I didn't have time to drive around and let people try it. And uh, you're talking about the little card you got to get. You got to get that little yeah. card to go around so you can let people yeah. try your alcohol and sell it to them like that. Yeah, and he hasn't done that in so long that his has actually expired to be able to do that, the traveling part. So he wasn't for sure if he would even be allowed or how that worked. And he didn't have enough info on it. And I told him, I said, well, we'll just check it out this year and then maybe next year do it. Now, he did say that um, nice next year he's, he, he figured out a way to sell bottles. Oh. I, don't, I don't know how all that works, but that's what he was talking about. So. That would be great. That'd be real cool. I, that I, that that would draw more guys in, you know, if they were able to sell bottles there. You yeah, try yeah. something, and you like it, you want to buy it right there. You don't want to be like, mm-hmm. well, if you drive four hours, you can buy this from me. <laughs> you know, it's like, I want to buy one right there, man. I'll tell you the store down the road. You can buy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit! Well. Uh, yeah, well, you know, um, so if yeah, you had yeah, if you had cool. any advice for somebody just beginning, <clears throat> um, what would it be as far as like 
not so much um, just learning how to make moonshine and not so much opening the distiller. We all know that you need a blank check and for the majority of us, that's never going to happen. So, but a lot of new people come on and they're just learning how to make alcohol. And since you got, got thrown into it, you know, what is, what is some knowledge that you would pass off to the next beginner? To Give yourself grace. You're going to mess up. Give yourself grace and just know that if you mess up, there's only room for improvement. That's great advice. And don't, don't be afraid to mess up and don't, don't get discouraged. Like I said, give yourself some grace. Hell, I mess up now all the time. Still, <laughs> it happens. No matter if you've been doing it a day or a thousand days or a million days, y'all going to have the same problems. So keep your head yep. up, man. Well, you um, know, people that think they know everything are generally the people that know the least. You know, you got to be able to have an open mind and learn, you know. And granted, even though, like you said, you did the same thing, 75 pounds of sugar, 50 pounds, you know things change you know sometimes something may not work work off right or it may take longer or still may heat up faster than you know normal or whatever but you gotta you know take things in stride and roll with it roll with the punches that's right mm -hmm. Keep on oh going, yeah man. every single still that we have they all have their moody days <laughs> number three is my biggest problem so yeah <laughs> And it's the newest. Yeah, just keep it going. Keep it going. Is it, but, uh, is it a leaky problem or is it just... Um, It caught fire on me the oh. one time. <laughs> That's the story we like to hear. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was horrible. <laughs> I, I just look over at my coworker and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And she was over by the back door and I'm like, I see flames coming out of our box. And she's like, nah, -uh. And I'm like, dude, yeah. So she walks over to look at it and she's, uh, she's over top of this like our electric panel box because each one has its own unit and she's standing over top of it and I can see the flames and the reflection on her jeans. And I'm like, that's on fire. So I go rip the extend the extinguisher off the wall. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I just stood there. <laughs> she opened the nozzle, put it out. We had to call the fire department. It was the whole thing. Yeah. We were running every single still that day too. So I had to shut them all down. I'm just oh, like, man. FML today. You have five, days like that. So five stills would be a lot of stills to run. Yeah, all at once. That's and they all like have cookies. their own temperaments. Yeah. I mean, you always have to pay attention because if one of them gets the one that caught fire, number three, it had been causing me problems for a few weeks. I would see it, I would watch it just flatline every once in a while. And I'm like, okay, this one's just there's something not right. And that's it finally just couldn't handle it anymore. It was done. And it just decided to show me what it could do. It took That's us, crazy. I think, four four to six months to get that one back up and running. So have you guys thought about just going to a bigger still with like steam jacketed? Um, he has thought about that before, but he says the thing that he know because he grew up around the moonshiners from the moonshine festival every year. That's where he New grew Straits. up. Yeah. New Straitsville Moonshine mm -hmm. Festival. And he learned from the old timers that were making it in the mines and everything. And they always said, you want to keep it small. You want to mm -hmm. keep everything as simple as possible. You don't want to overthink things. So that's why he goes with a hundred gallon. He doesn't want to go mm. bigger because he, in his mind, he believes it just strips all your flavor. And he could be right. I don't know. I've never messed with the bigger still. So everybody's got their own way, you know? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. 
There ain't nothing wrong with that. So, um, who built you guys stills? Um, I stare at that thing a million one times every day, huh? I, I know the barrels. Uh, I think Bubba Bubba's yeah, barrels. Bubba barrels. Yeah, nice. Bubba barrels. Yeah, Bubba barrels. And then he goes to a place in Cleveland and had the copper work done. And you said he just had two new ones made. And, and they're all like everything's run off electric. They're all electrical heat and elements yeah. and SDR controllers or PID controllers. <clears throat> I think it's the first one. SDR. I, I would I imagine it's SDR every single day. <laughs> You're supposed I to write this stuff down to... for the show. We're going to ask you some right? questions. But... <laughs> well, at the old store, we only had two. And since they didn't own the building, we had all these weird water lines running to them. And you had to burp them all the time or they would just plug up like crazy. And at the new store, he went ahead and bought three more. So he had every still perfectly ran to its, to its own conduit. And it's like, mm -hmm. it's amazing. So yeah. if something happens with one, we can just shut that guy down. And when we're running tails, we just turn it up and turn the heat up just a hair. Everything... It just has a flow to it, I guess. Yeah. I've just gotten used to the flow. You know, it, when you build it yourself, you do it exactly how you want. It makes your life easier. It's pretty. Um, <laughs> when, when you guys had the fire, was it the SCR that caught fire? That the controller box? Was it the yeah. element? That was it was just the, the box controller. caught fire. Yeah. Yeah, because there's two elements that. running in through that. Yeah, so mm -hmm. big old giant sixty amp or fifty amp service and all that. So yeah, it was crazy. That sounds crazy. But all right, anyways, we're gonna we'll let everybody get off here. We've kept all y'all here long enough. Um, I I will say, you know, um the moonshine world, we 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 lost a legend last week. So um, you know, we're going ahead and tip our glasses up and we'll say uh, rest in peace, Jim Tom. You know, we uh, appreciate everything that you gave us, all the knowledge, all the wisdom, and it, it definitely all the entertainment, man. He was one of my favorite characters on the show. And oh I'm, totally. I, I'm honored and pleasure to have watched him. On the show, you know, and, and if you got the meeting, I'm sure that he was amazing in person too. So, you know, if you got a glass, tip it up for Jim Tom. Um, Big Sturge, you got something you want to add, my brother? Yeah, I'm not sure you guys think so. <laughs> got some dill pickle in that? I do. I got dill, dill pickle D, uh, pickle on D8. Yeah, time to mash that rye in. Yeah. You got some rye, so, mash, mash that in in honor of Jim Tom. No, that was good. Man. You're right, so, The one question I have, Sean, I invited you onto our podcast earlier, and I didn't see it until late. Uh, Big Easy, I'm sure, and Stephanie, you both know. This isn't my podcast, but it's a question I think is well-deserved for tonight. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, where were you 9-11 of 01? I knew where I was. You go ahead, lead the way. I, uh, me and my husband just got married three days before the towers fell. Um, I took the week off work. I um, was the hostess at the front desk at a hotel and I was supposed to go to a very important meeting that day, but for some reason my keys had disappeared. So I called in and told him that I couldn't find my keys. And she said, turn on the TV. Don't worry about coming here. Wow. Get that. I was sitting in uh, government at uh, Northwestern. Young. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's when uh, I heard about that. And all of a sudden, you know, everybody started getting on their phones, calling their families, turning TVs mm -hmm. on and watching the news and all that. So 
I was uh, I had graduated from high school that year, May, and I was on I was doing roofing. I was on a roofing job, and uh, and we was just on a roof on the in the west side of Dayton, and one we was in the ghetto part of Dayton, and listening to the radio, and right after it happened, it came on the radio, and well, we had no idea. You know, there wasn't smartphones and and all this back then. You know, you just couldn't see. Uh, news didn't travel like that. And so all day we're working and we're just listening about, it. we never stopped working, you know? Yeah. Cause you know, no matter what happens, usually in the other parts of the world, you just keep, you keep doing I'm your day long, you know, and, and then get home that evening and watch the news. And it's just like, Oh my mm-hmm. God. And then, you know, and then hmm. you just, you're in shock. So it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's crazy, you know, and yeah. and like if something like that was to happen now, it would be instant. You would have pictures, oh, video, and, mm-hmm. and you and even then, imagine if it happened now. Yeah, you know, and, and that's hopefully that's something yeah. we never have to, we we never have to deal with. Our kids never have to deal with. Um, it was definitely a, a life changing event, you know. I know. I appreciate you guys. I mean, Big Easy Sean, as uh, you know, I'm on here as on behalf of American Whiskey podcast i appreciate you guys we focused on that today um you know it it was uh something that we all just you remember where you were and if you weren't Mm -hmm. even alive then like i work at apartment complex i'm maintenance i i I literally had someone come in today my boss will tell you i think they were born in 04 and they said something about it i mean it it, Mm -hmm. it was a a day that is stamped in history 2996 people lost their lives Um, yeah so it's a day to remember. And so, yeah, I just, I know, bit, Sean, you said something about having you join earlier and I didn't even see it. So I just, I was interested in where you guys were at the moment. And this isn't my podcast, but I appreciate you. <laughs> You're all good, man. We had a good time, man. It was nice to have you here asking questions that we don't think about to ask. Cause you know, like when the dumb guy. It's, it's what you're used to it, you don't ask certain questions because yeah. it's just second nature. So we really appreciate you mm-hmm. giving us part of your evening stirs, Stephanie. It was an honor. It was a pleasure to have you here, Sean. Hopefully, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, we're gonna we'll get together, come down. Easy. I'm gonna text you tomorrow about it. So yeah, we figured Just remember, out. Remember, we are closed on Sundays. Thank you, Ohio. That's, that's all right. <laughs> I, it wouldn't matter if they'd let me. I'd still be open on Sunday. A lot of people don't go out drinking on Sundays. They they do a lot of uh, healing. <laughs> a lot of healing. No, Sundays, actually, so. that's, that's how you heal. The brewery and the winery are slammed on Sundays. Really. Nice. Huh. Yeah, well, yeah, two two or three more guess, new wineries just I, opened up recently. I must, I must not be part of the majority. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we love all y'all. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Spotify, um, Amazon, Prime Music, Samsung. You can always watch us here on YouTube. Just click on the live link. Go back. I think we're about 60 episodes in, maybe more. I'm not sure, but we're cranking them along, man. So. These are the boys, man. Check them out. Y'all go check out America and Whiskey's podcast, man. It's a good podcast. I really enjoy mm-hmm. listening. To, uh, I really enjoy watching Uncle Joey just get so obliterated. That's my favorite part of the show. So that's my, that's my, that's my boy. You don't enjoy so y'all... watching me. That's fine. <laughs> You're in the battle see you very often, man. You do, you do all the talking, and Joey does all the drinking. So he's a much better. He's a much better watch. They flop. So you... They flop rolls tonight. Apparently, he's been doing all the drinking. So, hey, I've done some nice. drinking, dude. I just poured a nice pickle juice and V8, and I'm good. Uh, hey, hold on. How is that over I there? thought you were keeping that pickle juice. Man, we knew that wasn't I got it. Listen. He started talking about it, and it's it's done. I it's got plenty. Planning. I just opened it. Until so where'd you get that? 
I got a couple that? of them, man. I got enough of that. The foreign bottle. Fred loved me there, man. And then I, I opened up the V8 juice. So I'm going to tell you right now, when I get off here, I'm going to have another one. Might as well. Well, fuck it. Why not? Hey, if you got to have who's better than one. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good night. Thanks for Love listening. You guys. Thanks for having me. Take us out, Sean. Thank you, Bye. Stephanie. If you want to hang out you. after show, hang her out. We'll.